0: Welcome to It's a Single Mom Thing, the show for single moms by single moms. This is Sherry, your host, and I am happy you are here today. Remember, it's a single mom thing and not the single thing that stops you. Dating and relating. Woo! Girl, this is a subject that has been a subject of many questions with solo mamas who I have talked to recently, who, like me, are looking for love and to be loved. So I am first going to go on record saying that this is a tough subject for me to talk about and one that I can't say I'm a dating expert in, but more like I have experience in. Yes, girl, yes, we are in the same boat. And so before we launch, we need to remember who is also in the boat with us. Now, if you are as lost as a ship at sea as to what I am talking about, you need to pause for this cause and listen to the podcast titled, Will You Get In The Boat? Then be sure to come back now, you hear? So whether you are a single mom or dad listening, we are all looking for love. But what if it's more about love finding us? Welcome back to another episode of It's a Single Mom Thing. Looking for love in all the wrong places. So how many times have we heard this before? Whether it was from a friend, a foe, a family member, or even a familiar country song. Because you know, it just seems like most of country music was written about somebody's achy, breaky heart, right? Which should confirm from the start of this conversation that all of us at some point in our life are looking for the same thing and are in the same boat. Well, kinda. And I will expound on this more so you want to stay with me. I'm going to use myself as the science experiment here. So in my case, this is a song I wish to erase and replace with a new song that has been put on my heart. And I'll share it with you like this. So listen, I'm going to get really vulnerable here with you. And I'm going to share what I'm learning in this season. And it may not be the reasons you are looking for in your dating season, but there may be some similarities. And that's okay. This is our safe place and not a place to place judgment on fellow solos. But as I too am challenged to think differently about dating, I am also going to challenge you. You see, I want the best for you. And I certainly want the best too. And there is no one better to look at than the one that is the best, who is love. Jesus. And so, if I am being completely honest here, he was not my first go-to for dating advice. I mean, come on! This is 2023 dating. How does that relate to so 2,000 years ago when marriages were arranged? But here's a secret I think I have stumbled upon. I think they still are And we kind of want them to be. If you're a Christian, hear me out. So now I know that may be a holy hold on. And I am just as in shock as I even type this into my podcast notes. Because you know, this girl be like, "Uh, yeah, thanks, Jesus, but no thanks. I got this. I'm pretty sure what I'm looking for and you are looking for for me. It is not what I want, nor is it even the same person. Or is it? Now boy, if that isn't an in-your-face Jesus, I refuse to accept the gift you freely want to give, I don't know what is. So here is what I do know. And I need to remember this. And that is when I tried that same approach in the beginning of my solo parenting season. You know, that self-sufficient solo mama, Sherry. Yeah, that girl. She sank her ship and all her relationships around her. Jesus was the one that restored her for more. But dating, come on. What does a man in a robe and sandals who never dated, by the way, in 2023, what does he know that I don't know in that area? Psh, I got this on lock and I do not need to lock eyes on Jesus. And there I go, looking for love in all the wrong places. As I listen to friends say, well, you should get on a Christian dating app. That's where I found my husband. Girl, you need to put yourself out there more. Oh, no, you need to go to different places. No, no, here, Sherry, Sherry, I think you need to join different meetup groups. You should, you should, you should, Sherry. And, well, Sherry did. Can you relate to these kind of dates? So, listen, first off, I want to be clear. I am in no way knocking a sister or a brother who is on a dating app, okay? And... I am also truly happy for my fellow sisters and brothers who have found their love there. But for those of us who God doesn't intend for us to find love there, I wonder if your experience has been the same as mine. Do you find when you are looking for a match on dating apps that it feels more like you are looking for a matching outfit? Kind of like you are window shopping. As you search, do you know what you are looking for? Are you even looking at their profile or are you looking at their profile? And I know you know what I mean. Are you finding people who say they are one thing but do a different thing? Even on the Christian dating apps. No fruit on their trees are the people you meet? Are they interested in getting to know you or are they more about what they can get from you? And no, I am not even just talking about that. But are the conversations more about themselves and less about getting to know you? Like, I don't know, what's inside of you that makes you so fearfully and wonderfully made you? Does it feel at times like you are looking for love in all the wrong places? But Sherry, I'm a solo parent. How else am I supposed to meet someone with a toddler tethered to me 24-7? Find favor and be found. It's sad that we live in a time when spending time with someone is not considered valuable. Sure, we want it. But we don't have time for it, nor wait for it. Dating and relating, it's kind of become one more thing to check off our to-do list. Moreover, we've handed it over to an algorithm by some AI intelligent to find us a match, to find us love. Really? Artificial intelligence and not the one who created us? Just saying, even I realize how silly that sounds. What if instead we were to find favor and be found? So let me ask you if you are a Christian listening, did you go looking for Jesus or did he find you? I already know the answer to that because not one of us goes out and looks for him. He finds us. Many of times where Jesus finds us is when we are looking for love in all the wrong places. Yet, he is the love that we are really looking for. Now, don't dip on me yet. We are getting to the best part. So you'll want to stay with me because I love sharing this with you. And it is found in the book of Ruth, which is all about his redeeming love, a.k.a. when Jesus finds us. But listen, there is also another love story that is written here. A dating application about finding love even in a modern world. Who knew? I heard this story many a times, over and over. And it wasn't until I was in my dating season did I discover this. Now, I'm going to cut to the quick here so I can quickly get to several points. And you will want to read, and I strongly encourage you to read the book of Ruth yourself. Who doesn't want to read a good love story? Am I right? So listen, Ruth, who is this Ruth? She was a daughter-in-law to a single mama named Naomi, who lost her husband and two sons till death do them part when they lived in Moab, apart from their homeland in Judah. Now listen, they left Judah because there was a famine. Now, Naomi, she knew the Lord, but Ruth, she didn't as she was a Moabite. But Ruth did see in her valued time that she spent with Naomi that Naomi was different. She showed Ruth love that was different from her experience growing up as a Moabite. Now, when all had been lost, Naomi set out to return to her homeland and Judah, wishing her daughter-in-laws, yes, there were two, to go back to their home. Ruth, though, she was relentless and was sure to follow Naomi at whatever cost even choosing to follow Naomi's God. So the two of them left returning to Judah with nothing but her family name and her home, that was Naomi, and Ruth returned as a foreigner in a land as a Moabite woman who would follow Naomi's God and who would not find favor from the people of Judah. So how many single parents can relate to that as you may not favorably fit in with the people around you? even on Christian dating apps. So now that there were two mouths to feed and really Naomi was too old, Ruth did what others do in tough situations. She took on whatever job she could find to feed the ones she was with and the ones she was loved. So back in that day, it was working in fields. That's what they did. And they would pick up whatever harvest grain was left on the ground that they could carry. So that was customary for that time. So off Ruth went, and it just so happened that on that one particular day that she went to a part of the field that Boaz owned. Who was Boaz? Well, Boaz, he was a worthy man, a man of excellence. He knew the Lord, found favor with the Lord. He was an esteemed man in Judah, and he was well cared for by the Lord. Yeah, you could say he was well-to-do. So, did you notice point number one? Ruth happened on this part of the field out of all of the other fields in Judah. Now, Boaz, who was a good steward of what was given and minded his own fields. On that particular day, he noticed there was another person picking up grain. He noticed Ruth. He inquired about Ruth and her story. Who is this Ruth? Obviously, her profile looked different than the others because she was a foreigner in the land. But her story, aka profile, was one of humility and service. She acted differently, worked hard, and was a caregiver for Naomi. Who, by the way, Boaz also knew because Naomi was a distant relative of his clan. Now, don't get all freaked out by that. If you are a Christian, we are all part of the same clan, okay? And we are looking for a fellow sister or brother whom we can find love and favor with. At least we should be. Point number 2. Boaz, he noticed Ruth first, and he asked about her. What's her deal? What's her story? You see, there wasn't a dating app that shared the profile that she wrote to attract someone's eye. She wasn't even looking. She was serving someone other than herself, and that's when he noticed her. She stood out from all of the rest. Not only did her outward appearance look different, but her inside looked different too in the way she acted and led her life. If someone were to ask people around you, who is blah, 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 fill in the blank, what are they going to find out about you? How do you spend your time that is worthy of a man of worth? This is where we circle back to that same boat I said we were kind of in. If you are a Christian man or woman who is serious about their faith and serious about finding someone worthy Like a Boaz, you are going to be in the boat of wanting and waiting for the person of worth. You are going to have to be worthy yourself for a person of worth to even see you Moreover, want to invest in getting to know you. You probably are going to want to spend less time on dating apps and spend more time on the applications Jesus wants you to do in your life as you relate to him. My guess, I don't know, is he's going to happen to place you, place me at the right time for the right person to take notice of us. Which, by the way, I'm going to point out, it says in the book of the Ruth, two times in the story that Boaz took notice of Ruth. As far as the other boat, you may navigate it your own way, charting your own course to find love and the love that you are looking for. Which, at some point, I don't know, you may abandon ship like I did and jump back into the other boat. And hear me, neither is right or wrong. If you are a Christian, you know he uses it all. But, I gather doing it this way, we won't be used by others. So, to reiterate, what I have found, what I am learning is that the Lord uses it all if you are his. He has used my challenge in navigating dating apps to now get busy doing the work serving him by doing things like writing this podcast, sharing what I have found so I find favor and to be found. In that, I'm spending time with people of value and value our time together. I'm also going to let Jesus arrange the dating and relating details and my future marriage as I obey him. In the end, If he uses everything for his glory, isn't your love story, my love story, arranged by him as well? Seriously, now you need to think about that. So what if we stopped spending so much time looking for it and instead let it find us? Just like Jesus found us. I bet we would find that what finds us is so different and far better than what we were looking for when we first started this conversation. Do you want it? I know I do. So to the gentlemen that are listening, for you, you want Jesus to give you the eyes to see the woman of worth that is worthy of pursuing, that is worthy of all that has been given to you, not just for you, but to share with her, those she loves, and those to come. But you must also be worthy yourself. So to conclude our story on Ruth, Ruth and Boaz do marry, and Naomi is also blessed in the process, as are we. You see, this is the bloodline in which Jesus would be born in as a redeemer of the world that he so loved that he gave his life for it. There is no greater love story than that. And I'll leave the details for you to read as it is his love story to us. So girls, so gentlemen, I challenge you to find favor and be found in dating and relating. Not sure of this love story? Got questions? Call us at 855-822-PRAY to find out more about his favor so you too can be found. Have a wonderful week and remember it's a single mom thing stops you. Thanks for listening to It's a Single Mom Thing. I hope you enjoyed our time together. If you have more questions on how to have a relationship with Jesus or need prayer, visit us at www.shepherdsvillage.com backslash prayer. For more information and resources, check out